welcome to the 16th episode of Studies in Shadow. As always, I am your host, Jack Rogers. And of course, as always, I am joined by my going to random adjective generator mm-hmm. by my lucky co-host, mm. Noah Bazoo. Say hi. It's take three of our intro because we couldn't get it right the first two times. Story of my freaking life. What? what? Three times? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> three is a lo- three. Uh, what is it? Third time's a third charm. Time. I was going to say third time. Three Ang- times is a lucky charm. I'm like, no, I'm thinking of cereal. Anguish. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into it, I suppose, because we didn't do that last time, and hence the reason the third take. Um, yep. <laughs> what are we talking about tonight, Noah? Well, we need to do this submission story from a friend of ours or a listener. Okay. Am I not allowed to say their name? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that was the whole reason we stopped and restarted. I'm going to give them a fake name. You, I'm going to call okay. them Alex, just because I wanted to make it a fake name. All right. Um, he, or she, it's a he, <laughs> emailed, reached out to us and emailed us about a story about their papa and a, a hat man story. <gasps> This is going back to episode two. two. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, we don't care when it is or what you guys are telling us about. If you share us a story about something we've talked about, like even like a month or so or ago. Or not talked about. If you just have yeah. a scary story. We'll talk about it. That we'll was the whole point up. of this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So we were sent a PDF by this person who I've chosen to rename Alex um, from, I think it's. I think it's the journal of this person's dad. Anyway, um, I'm terrible at reading cursive, but Jack can look at it. It's kind of... I'm good at reading cursive. It's kind of tough cursive, but you can you can try to read it. It's dad cursive. That's it's what dad I'm cursive. Thinking. So this is... It's a two-page... It's It starts here under the line? Yeah. Okay, well, right I, can, I can start reading that. Yeah, I mean, I can read that part. I don't know if it was... A All moment. right. Do you want me to read it, or do you want to... Do you want to read it? I'll try. I'll try. Okay. I'll try. I'll try. Because I'm good at reading cursive. No, my, you're, good. you're good. My grandma said notes to me all Just the time. Just the thing that was tough was the beginning right here. Oh, yeah. Right. I can't read that. Yeah, I can't read that either. <laughs> um, anyway, so bear with me as I try to go through this. Uh, this comes back from July 30th of 2006. Ooh. Long time ago. The entry in the journal reads, Tonight, while lying in bed, trying to fall asleep, drifting in and out... But not quite asleep, I thought I heard the doorbell ring. I saw myself I saw myself walk to the door and open it. There at my door at my doorstep was a awful looking old man. The suspense is killing <laughs> medium height. He was about my height, five ten, it says. Face aqua face. Crack? What does it have? What does that word say? Face cracked with age. Yeah, cracked with age. Cracked with age, or cocked with age. Cocked with age, and <laughs> oh my gosh! And dude. scars that look like acne scars. Uh, when a black hat and dark. Okay, there's the hat thing. We've now established <laughs> wearing the hat. a black hat and dark boots. And bro, I am having Nothing such a else? hard time, dude, reading this. <laughs> Do you want, you want to try this, dude? I am having yes. such a hard time, dude. Okay, I have such a hard time wearing a black hat and black boots, and most of all, a dark countenance. Ooh, I knew that it was Satan wanting to come into my home. My impulse was to shut the door. No words were exchanged. But when I looked into his eyes, I knew he wanted to come in. I shuddered in bed and physically felt awful. Then the man was gone and a black smoke came through the way, came through into my home right around my, oh, this word starts with a P or maybe it's bed and back into my living room. It came to my mind that we may shudder and want to slam the door as a direct confrontation with Satan. Please forgive me if I'm not reading this right. But we allow the mind and darkness to penetrate our home. 
as that, so that our, oh my goodness, senses are dulled and are led away one little bit at a time until Satan has something in some evil trap. Oh, has caught us in some evil trap. We must not allow, or better yet, we must fight against the evils that instantly find their way into our lives like a mist of awful black that seep that seeps into our lives. Jeez. That's really freaky. That is very freaky. So, like in summary, he went to the door, opened it. There was a really terrible-looking guy, and he With shut the door. He knew it was Satan. He shut the door, went to bed. He shuddered in bed, and then a black smoke came into his house. And it talks about this guy wearing a room. hat. Yes, and we already know about Hat Man and other harrowing shadows. Episode 2. Um, so, I'm just kind of thinking, like, I hope he's okay. Because we he sounds like have... he's okay because he's like writing like wisdom from it. Yeah, but this is in 2006 that that, that entry comes from. He seems like he processed processed it well. Yeah, yeah, but we know from our own research that Hatman like usually doesn't let things go very easily. He just watches you a lot. Yeah, yeah. But if you try to like fight back or do something or try to like escape him, he like tries to stop you and like kill you. So, oh, I'm just kind of, remember this was, that? This was 14 weeks ago. I, I don't even know what I had for breakfast that day. Dude, it, yeah, Hatman, <laughs> he does not play around. So yeah, that's freaking. why I'm kind of like, if you see it, if you see shadow people, it's one thing. Yeah. But Hatman is a sign of like death or imminent pain. So I'm hoping oh, yeah. you're all right. Whoever, whoever, um, what was his name again? Uh, who was the, per- what did I name them again? Alex. Alex's dad. Or if that, uh, yeah, a person. Well, you so, sound so confident right now. I'm just worried because I remember because <laughs> we had that person talk about, you know, their experiences of the kind of stuff. And it just like Shadow People was scary. It was. That's a that's a very popular episode. But of Shadow, but but Hatman is like there's only one of those guys. Yeah. And if you see him, like the Dulahan, they don't they don't let you just get away with seeing them. Yikes. Whether it's a day or a year or a decade, like something's going to happen. So Yeah. That's fun. Love Jesus. And as much as I loved reading that story and as semi-skilled as I am at reading cursive, um, it would help if submissions were typed out to the best of your ability (laughs) because then we don't have to sound stupid on the air (laughs) because that I it looked like I was reading for the first time. Uh, But that was still super freaky. I definitely felt the uh, emotion behind the, uh, the handwriting. Yeah. So what are we talking about actually today, Noah? We're talking about water things. Sirens and mermaids. Copyright now. It's over. Disney just takes our whole thing. We're talking about sirens and mermaids. And lots of other names. And lots of other names. Which, okay, I gotta ask. From which regions did you look up? Siren mermaid type creatures. A ton of Greek and European and ancient, what do you call it, Chinese like area, like southern China area, and especially like Greeks, Greeks, Greece and Europe. That's like the big thing. Greasy Europe. Greasy. <laughs> no, you went for more of the, uh, I see all like the different, you show, he showed me on his notes. He has, I don't even know, more than, is it more than 10 different, like, I don't know, one, two, three, sirens? it's nine, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, a ton. I went for more of, like, the lore for them in terms of, like, how to fight it, how to get away from it, okay. where people got it from. So, let's, let's, let's Explains. play a game. Give me a number between one and nine. Five. I'll say which, okay. That's I'll say which one it is, number. and if you have stuff on it, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Go one, for it. Two. No, mom, I'm sorry, I'm recording a podcast right now. Can't answer your call. Um, <laughs> now I got to go back. One, two, three. Should we four, preface by saying what they five. are first? No, let's no? make it. Okay. Are do you have anything about the New Zealand Marakihau? No, I do not. Okay, then just tell me a little bit about something. Then we lost the game. We lost the what? We lost the game. We didn't have the same thing. That's okay. Tell me about it. Oh, okay. Hi, Mom, I know. Is that going to be on the podcast that day? No, it won't. Okay, I was it's like, just in our earphones. My mom is texting me and calling me right now. She wants to know the Netflix password. But <laughs> Sorry, Mom, it's going to have to wait for like another half hour. Uh, so this is the New Zealand Marikahau. Actually, this is the one that I could find the least on. I'm glad um, I It's just like a description. It has kelp hair, dark skin, a translucent purple tail, 
which is pretty cool, and a seductive voice that puts those who hear it in kind of a high. Ooh. And it's kind of questioned whether or not it's benevolent. I didn't see that it did anything to anyone. Uh. That's all I have on the Marikihau because it's not on Wikipedia or anywhere. You know what's interesting about the all the research I did on this? I was like, wow, you know, with a lot of, like, myths and monsters and, you know, legends and stuff like that, they're very, like, specific to parts of the world, and they stay, mm-hmm. you know, the Dulahan is only, you know, an Irish or Celtic thing. Yeah. Certain things are in certain places. Mermaids and sirens are like, if there's ever water around in the ocean, you're going to hear stories. Fish people! Yeah, honestly. So let me ask you a question just to kind of preface this. Assume, before you looked this up, because yeah. I know what I thought before I looked this up, mm-hmm. comparing mermaids and sirens. And all the other ones. Just not, nah, just, just, just the basic, just the general idea for you. Add them all together. Come, tell me what you thought about both of them combined. Or like, what, what are the differences? Before you look this up. I, I didn't even think that mermaids, I think that mermaid is just a nicer, more Disney-fied name for a siren. Same I, here. I'm pretty much, I was pretty much of the mind that the only actual lore one was more of a siren that wasn't nice and like to sing and drag sailors to their death. Yeah. I didn't really think of mermaids as being a historical thing or mm-hmm. just a, a common, like I said, Disney-fied character. Yeah. So I saw the same thing. I was like, oh, it's just a name for something. It's, it's just another name for siren something, which is untrue because somewhere along the literary and mythological road of time and history, mermaids and sirens, somebody got them confused into one creature, a half-woman, half-fish hybrid known for her beautiful singing voice. Originally, it was only the mermaid that was half-human and half-fish and had a singing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that singing voice wasn't even mentioned until, like, later days. It wasn't one of the original parts of the mythology. Yep. Um, sirens don't were the ones that sang originally, not mm-hmm. the mermaids. And sirens were half-woman, half-bird. Interesting. And that's actually what they are. Like, if you look at, like, people are like, oh, yeah, sirens are the ones that sing and make people, like, you know, they're ones that look like mermaids. No. Sirens look like women and birds mixed together. And mermaids look like women and fish mixed together. And so they're totally different. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But just wanted to set the premise for this. They're totally different. And I had no idea that was the case. So it was really interesting because... I searched mermaid siren stories, and it was like, contrary to popular belief, these aren't the same thing. And I was like, okay, this is someone's opinion. So then I look it up, and I'm like, oh, no, this is um, a legit thing. They're two different species. Legitimate. Yes, sir. But, yeah, it's kind of wild. I didn't, you know, Disney does that to me, I guess, or these Hollywood movies. It's a siren, and it looks like a mermaid, but that's not accurate at all. Sirens look more like harpies from what? Like the text I was reading about harpies says. are terrifying. Yeah, that's what I think of harping, like. harpies. I think of like the flying monsters. Yeah, yes, that's exactly what they are. So actually, one of my mermaids has wings, but also Ooh. a fish tail. Ooh, <laughs> nowhere you can run. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. No, the the image was terrifying. Like in my notes, do you have a picture of it? Uh, we'll put it on the website. Okay, it's Melusine. It's from France. Melusine. It's fishtail. And then the second part of it was, in all caps, has wings. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, that's freaking terrifying. But that apparently it was she was like super sweet. Until she ate you. No, she didn't I'm eat you. She actually, oh, she didn't? No, she'd like marry you. And then she made you promise not to look at her in the bath. And then if you did, she'd leave you. Really? Do you want to hear the rest about her? Well, Since I, we're already talking about I do, her? I do, but I'm not going to say anything else about mine. But what you, the description you just gave is really cool because that is a mix of like two different, totally different like stories yeah. from different parts of the world that I have for sirens and mermaids. Yeah, they'll like make you have promises. Yeah, make you make promises. Well, and if you one, break them, I have one story about like one of them, one of them you looking at one of them, and then I have one about making a promise and it's just kind of interesting how like that's why i'm so excited because it's like wow these are really cool how they tie together but yeah tell me i want to hear this this okay. was a cool topic so this is kind of in the middle of my in the middle of my uh, notes because i had to scroll all the way down to france because <laughs> a bunch of these different countries have them uh so here's its description has a fish tail in all caps has wings <laughs> um occupies sacred streams and rivers can shapeshift into a full human uh she values her privacy like i said like if you're in a relationship would. with her, she makes you promise not to look at her while in the bath. If you break your promise, she leaves you. This next fact was my favorite. Okay, she's a water nymph. 
you know the lady of the lake from like the cast uh, Camelot stories? Yeah, she was also a, a water nymph. Yeah, uh, it's actually this particular water nymph, the lady in the lake, was the one who raised Lancelot. What? Yep. The one you're reading about right there? No, the lady of the lake, oh. who is also a water nymph. Oh. Which is a pagan origin. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because Lancelot's like, I am a true Christian. Um, <laughs> My mom's a so pagan. Honestly, he would have killed his mom. Uh, <laughs> Martin Luther actually believed in in uh, Melusine. He described her as a succubus. I mean. Not Martin Luther King Jr. I'm talking Martin Luther, like the Protestant. Yeah, back in Germany kind of days. Yeah. Old, old Germanic kingdom kind of thing. Back with the Catholics versus the Protestants. Yep. Yeah, that's so that's really what I have on Melusine. That's interesting, dude. Right. Huh. Okay, so tell me the two that yours connected to. Oh, well, we're going to have to go through a lot of different things to, like, get there. Um, we are not going to have enough time to go through all of our We notes. are not. We, we're already, what, 15, 16 minutes into this? Yeah. yeah. So we'll go We'll go quickly. And I want you to stop me at any point and just chime in. Okay, stop. Because, like I said, my, okay. Because <laughs> mine is all very, very, I don't want to say generic. It's very, very broad in the sense of, like, I want for as much as I could information about the two of them. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you went for very, very specific, which is a really good combination because you cool beans. things. We're yin and yang. You complete me. You did. Okay. A little bit more explanation. So I have a whole, a whole page of notes on sirens and then I have a whole page of notes on mermaids. So I'll just start with the sirens. So sirens, as we already kind of said, they're half bird, half beautiful maidens. And the sirens are the ones that were singing. They're in, they're singing enchantresses that are capable of luring passing sailors to their Ireland, island, to their Ireland. To the island, oh lassie, uh, luring passing sailors to their island, and subsequently to their doom. Um, daughters of the river god, Achilles and Muse. Achilles? No, Achilles. Oh, okay. <laughs> Achilles. That's how you say that. Yeah, daughters of the river gods. They're daughters of the river god Achilles and a muse. Their name is literally Amuse. Uh, they were fated to die if anyone should survive hearing them singing, which is interesting. Hmm. That'll come into play later. So they got to kill anyone who hears them? And the thing is, they don't actually kill people all the time. Like, that's not their thing. What, what, what the problem is, is that you hear them singing and they're on these super sharp rocks in the ocean and you drive your ship towards it and you sink ah. and you drown. Or there's some tales of it. This is like the most, like, the most, uh, I guess, recognized lore of Sirens, which is the ancient Greek one, which is considered the most, like, legit one. Um, and, yeah, it didn't matter. If you if you blocked your ears out and you didn't hear them singing and you didn't die, that's not the same. The mm. only reason they would die is if you heard them singing and you didn't kill yourself by running your ship into the rocks. And, it, <laughs> fun fact, it's impossible to hear them and not want to go there. But we'll get into that later. So who told the stories? Oh, man. I'll tell you. Who? Do you want me to tell you? I mean, eventually, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, hold on. Where am I going here? I'll tell you once one one version of the story because the, the, the other one's cooler. There's two stories. One comes first. One comes later. Uh, Orpheus. Wow. Orpheus, back in ancient Greece, Orpheus. Uh, as enchanting as their singing might be, uh, to mortals, sirens seem to have no match for divine musicians, as this was says. Nice. Um, the Argonauts, Jason the Argonauts, for example, had no problem whatsoever to evade these terrible creatures, since they had none other than Orpheus on board, who is like legit uh, someone who played music for the gods in yeah. ancient Greece. Um, the very moment he heard their voices, which make, doesn't make sense because if he would have heard them, he would have died. But maybe but his music's better, so he's like, nah. Maybe it's because he's <laughs> divine, yeah. He pulls out his lyre, and he starts just strumming as loud as he can and, like, legit screaming, mm-hmm. singing. And everyone on board was like, we love your voice, but it's a little loud right now. And, yeah, and he literally drowned out their voices until they were far away. He went on for, like, 30 <laughs> he, minutes, they said. He literally went, la, 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 can't hear you. <laughs> Honestly. Um, <laughs> truth be told, though, like, even a second of the siren singing is enough to lure one of the people, mm. which is funny because... As the story goes, one of the crew of the Argonauts hurt, hears it before he starts singing, and the guy jumps in the water. <laughs> oh, that's awful. And he starts swimming towards them. Fortunately, this is kind of interesting. Aphrodite saves Aphrodite. him. Aphrodite. Yeah. She saves him and takes him to be her lover, and they get down, and they have a son. 
and he lives with her forever. Nice. <laughs> and that's the story. So I mean, she's like, like mm, one I, fell in the water. I, I don't know if that's like a win or a loss. Like he didn't go back to his family, but he got to marry like the goddess of love. Like I don't know. <laughs> that's a win for I, me, dude. Say, that's kind You're of a win. Kidding me? Saves you, and then it's like, hey, I'll be your lover forever. Let's have a family. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> heck yeah. <laughs> Is Ooh. this real? Anyway, that's the first living telling of that because there were myths already back in these days <laughs> but this is the first time some people survived quote unquote cool yeah. very very interesting nice and as a as a pre, as a brief intermission Do to it. talk about your next thing i'm going to list off all of my countries you tell me which one you want to hear first japan yes. scotland yes. hold on let me read them all <laughs> africa brazil new zealand i already did france ireland Russia or Norway? Japan. Okay. I feel like the Japanese are going to have a wild one. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> this is called the Ningyo. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's spelled N-I-N-G-Y-O. It has the body of a fish, head of a human. Oh. Wait. Okay. Wow. Not half and half. Body of a fish, head of a human. Some ugly Photoshop. Not the most attractive creature. Some There's some Photoshop. really, really old freaking paintings. I, uh, yeah, I saw They some. cry tears of pearls. Huh? Mm-hmm. They can also tell the future. There are stories of this uh, certain type of niño called amabi. Amabi. A-M-A-B-I-E. This is another type of niño. Uh, prophesying of good and bad things happening, and both came true. Things like the plague and also good harvesting seasons. There are malevolent and, I said siren-like, transform. They are malevolent and siren-like, transforming into beautiful women to drown sailors. Here's the cool thing. If you eat one's flesh, you become immortal. Bet. Yeah. Uh, one such immortal individual is believed to be Yao Bikuni, who was an 800-year-old Buddhist priestess, quote-unquote. That's what I have about Japan. So Japan where is mermaids. she? I don't know. She's dead now. <laughs> but she's immortal. Get wrecked. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It says, it says she was, so I'm assuming she's dead now. I guess maybe you live her, but you can't be killed, or you can be killed. Well, so. it's it also says either either you're immortal or you have an extremely long lifespan. Okay, so maybe that's that then. Eight hundred years sounds pretty immortal. I'd say that's a long. I'd be pretty time. done with life by then if I'm if I was living here. I don't know. Like I feel like it'd be cool to like be around that long. Yes. Assuming uh, you had watching everybody you love die. <laughs> I mean, assuming you had like money and like status, like then you could like really like do whatever you want. Honestly. But, like, if you were just, like, a nobody, it would suck. Yeah. I mean, it would suck regardless if you watched it. You'd be, like, like the world's greatest historian, though. I mean, yeah, like, I was there for this. (laughs) That's not how it happened. Yes, it is. Okay, talk about your next thing. Okay. This is a real loose, structured episode. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it's kind of going, like, a good little back and forth. All right. No, it's not. How's that for a back and forth? Okay. This is why the sirens don't exist anymore. Because they're dead. Nice. So <laughs> that that would make sense. Here's why. Odysseus, our guy from the Odyssey, Homer's Odyssey. Yes, yeah. Odysseus, what a guy. Um, you know, Odysseus is going on his whole Odyssey and stuff like that, and he's heading back to Ithaca. Um, uh, and at this point in the journey, um, Circe, who is in love with Odysseus, it's like, I don't want you to go, but if you have to, it's okay. But just so you know, something really bad's going to happen on your way back to Ithaca. And he's like, <laughs> what's going to happen with his whole crew? And she says, quote, first you will come to the sirens, she told him, who will enchant all who come near, near them. If anyone unwarily draws in too close and hears the singing of the sirens, his wife and children will never welcome him home again. For they sit in a green field and warble him to death with the sweetness of their song. Mm. That's what she tells him. Warble me to death. So, there was only one way for the sailors to pass the sirens unharmed. You can't hear them sing. So, as advised by Circe, Odysseus ordered every member of his crew to stuff their ears with beeswax. And to fire cannons at anything that's sung. <laughs> no, they they shoved their ears with beeswax with, yeah. I don't know if you, I look this up, it's actually a really, it's a legit thing. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know, it's like an ancient way to block out noise. I mean, sometimes you can't hear because you have so much earwax build up. It's I mean, gross, but yeah. it happens. Yeah, and they would just like cake it over their whole ears from what the story says. Like, they had earmuffs on Yummy. it so much. Anyway, they couldn't hear anything. But my guy, Otis 
Perseus <laughs> wants to do, wants to be a little a little rebel and see what can happen because he's like <laughs> I want to know what the big whoop is about. I love this. This is so awesome. It says he went for a much riskier and bolder solution. Um, Odysseus, the adventurer he is, decides that he says, "All right, guys." <laughs> Tie me to the mast from my from my feet <laughs> all the way up to my neck with like he says fifteen ropes like a whole like thick ropes and so they tie him around the mast to the point where it was like now take my ear off no it was like the width of like a human arm was like how much rope was on him nice like his whole body up to his neck was covered he's just sitting there and he's like no matter how much I ask don't pull me out obviously he's like <laughs> I just want to know what happens <laughs> so he does this and he says even if I start begging to unloosen them, tie, make it tighter. If I start begging more, um, <laughs> punch me in the face, knock me out. If I try to, if I start getting loose a little bit, um, he didn't want to miss the opportunity to uh, experience the luring of the sirens because he wants to. He wanted to know what would happen, and so because he heard them and he didn't go in the water, they had to die. So they jumped in the water and drowned themselves. Because that's how the rules the sirens work. did. Yeah, that's the thing. If nobody, if you, if you hear it and you survive. They have to die. So they heard, he heard them singing. He struggled, but he didn't go. Oh, my god! So they legit dive in the water and just dry, dive as deep as they can until the pressure kills them. So I just had this funny thought. You know what I think it sounded like <laughs> before the sirens had to, like, when he survived and they had to jump in the water and die? Yeah. What? Okay, let's pretend that I've just, I'm Odysseus and I've just heard the sirens. It probably sound like this. Quote, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> oh! Man, this is Something a really, like that. This is a really positive episode <laughs> of Sunny's and Shadow. <laughs> anyway, that is the that is the reasoning for why we no longer hear sirens because Odysseus decided <laughs> I just want to know what they sound like. Oh and yeah. In, in doing so, <laughs> sounds like a whale. <laughs> sounds like the, the whale from Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh my gosh, what's wrong with that? Any, anyway, that's why they don't exist anymore because he just decided to listen and he didn't realize that they would kill themselves if he did. But <laughs> He's what, like, ah, <laughs> oops. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a bummer. Oh well. Wait. <laughs> but what a guy though. Saved the rest of everybody else. <laughs> Goes home. How are the sirens? I don't know. They're dead. <laughs> He went home and he was, one of the things it says later on is he was just like, after it happened, when it was happening, he was like distraught and screaming. He was like crying because he was so beautiful, he thought. And when they got to port. Oh, oh no. Stop. When they get to what have I done? When they get to port, oh. he tells the rest of his crew, like, what was it like? He's like, honestly, wasn't that great. <laughs> That's what he says when they get to port. I'm just like, what a legend. What a legend. 10 out of 10 would not do again. <laughs> Two stars. Um, I'm going to go home and rate this on Yelp. <laughs> what? Um, but they yeah. had great music, but as soon as I didn't die, they killed themselves. <laughs> kind of a lame way to go. They're emo mermaids. But, uh, <laughs> sirens. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have about sirens. Because, like, obviously, like, you know, they expect you to run the ground and they would either eat you or they would just watch you die. Um... Yeah, they were good looking until you got about mid-waist down, and then it was just a bird. Mm. And they had wings, but it wasn't like pretty wings. Chicken it was feet. like Yeah, chicken feet, literally. But big chicken feet. Big old talons. Like <laughs> raptor feet. <laughs> that's, that's where they got it from. Oh, yeah, that's hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This episode better be called, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Tell me another one. I want to know another story. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do the, the Scottish Selkie. So it literally means like seal women. Ooh, I have this one too. They can change between seal and human. Yep. And there's a 1992 book from Emily Heestand, uh, which details the story of a man who steals the seal skin from a selkie, but then he finds her washed up on the shore with human skin. She's naked. And he marries her. And then there's more terrible stuff that happens, so I'm not going to talk about it. Oh. Uh, male selkie. It says selfies in my notes. <laughs> Selkies like to engage in affairs with married human women. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, my husband is off and he's sailing. And he's like, what's up? She's, he's fighting in the Peloponnesian War. Just because he's a goalie doesn't mean I can't score. Oh, word. Um, <laughs> they can only turn into a human every so often, apparently. And then children born with webbed hands or feet were thought to be the children of Selkies. Huh. 
So here's a little bit that I had on that too. Um, when they want to go on land, the Selkies, um, specifically the women, they simply just peel off the seal skin like a zipper. They just pull it off. You know what I think that sounds like? Huh. Oh, what? No. What is that? It probably hurts, doesn't it? I was so You confused. try flaying your skin off and getting Dude, in the bathtub. I was so confused at what that noise was. I was like, It's are the you screeching okay? of a Selkie. Okay. This episode will be called Selkie Screech. <laughs> Selkie Siren Screeching. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, they they could easily... So Singing sirens and screeching Selkies. Okay. Got it. You got it. <laughs> anyway, they can, they can it says easily peel off their seal skin, Jack, so there's no need to scream. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, they reveal their human forms inside. And what they would do is they would hide their seal skins behind rocks or under stuff to keep it hidden. And... The rule is that if a man finds the, if a man um, finds the skin of like the seal skin, he can make you he can make the selkie his bride, and they're renowned to be the most beautiful women to like ever exist in the universe. Hey, and, you see this? <laughs> What's that? It's your skin. But so he doesn't come kiss me. He they don't have to see it. The whole point is if they see it, they'll take it back. Oh. So, but for some reason, like they know. That guy's not lying if he says it. Like, there's, like, some kind of stench that has it on Oh, there. yeah? You have it? Describe it to me. <laughs> it's got a freckle, like, right here. Oh, shoot. <laughs> anyway, so what would happen is the man could do that, and he could they could be married and forever, as long as he kept the skin hidden. It's and, like Elf on a Shelf. Yeah. But they're not supposed to find it. And it had to be well-oiled frequently. Mm. If it dried out... They would the woman would die. Aw. So they would have to oil it while keeping it hidden from their wives. And Selkie stories often end in tragedy because whether the Selkie or their half Selkie <clears throat> progeny, um, they the women never stop looking for their skins. Like they'll do normal things and stuff like that, but like at the back of their mind, they're always like, Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And they have to find it. It's just part of like their nature. That's awful. That sounds like a really stressful marriage. And whenever they find it, they go to sea, and you'll never see them again. They leave their husbands and kids behind. It's just like oh a yeah, I read that. Sea. Yeah, which is really like, sad. They don't kill anybody. They just kind of just leave. Hi, hey, I'm going home. It's been thirty years. Goodbye. Bye bye. Anyway, that's kind of sad. Cool. All right, next country, or this is not a country. This is a continent. Africa, and then there's Brazil, New Zealand. I already did France, Ireland, Russia. Okay, the Rus- okay. I want to read the Russia one. I think I have this the one's, Russian one. This too, one's a dude. little PG thirteen. <clears throat> oh, I bet I have it. Is this the uh, Rusalka? Hold on, let me see. Oh yeah, Rusalki. Rusalka. I have R U S A L K I. Well, you spelled it wrong, pal. Uh, bro, the internet did not spell it wrong. Right. Uh, they don't have fins. Nope. They are beautiful young women that live in water. Yep. And according to ancientorigins.net, they are slim with large breasts. Okay. And blonde hair. They wear sheer robes, I'm assuming to entice men. Uh, they don't have pupils, but if they're evil, what? these pupilless eyes are like flaming bright green. My wife's eyes are green. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and she doesn't have fins. Oh, shoot. You're dead, man. Sal. Uh, they're thought to be of pagan origin, like uh, water of nymphs. Course, of course, of course. Uh, and if they don't like you, they'll crawl out of the water, ambush you, and then drag you into the water to drown you. <laughs> Russia also <laughs> celebrates Rusalki Week, uh, and they don't go in water because apparently the Rusalki... Oh, it is Rusalki. I told you. ...are celebrating and love to be mischievous during this time. Mischievous as in... <laughs> Wouldn't it be so funny? I know what you're talking about. Let's go drown that guy! It'd be something like that. They just go drown everyone. Did you find out what they Rosalki come from? Like, what causes them to exist? I don't know. In Russian folklore, the Rosalki, Rosalka, man, it's mostly women that are Rosalki. <clears throat> They're the spirits... <clears throat> the spirits of women who took their own lives or were submerged in water until passing due to unwanted pregnancies. Oh! So their souls lived on forever in the form of vengeful mermaids, 
who punished men and children for their fate. If you met her Vasalki, she would lure you in the water with her beauty and make you feel safe with her soothing voice. She'd seduce you and do all kinds of stuff to you. She's got and ch- chills, man. That's once dark. you were like totally <laughs> like relaxed, she would hold you underwater until you passed away. You imagine if massages were like that? You go yeah. get a massage and you're like totally relaxed. So it's like, all right, time's up. It's like we still have half an. Oh. <laughs> What's that? In That's some versions knife. of the story, she would hold you under and tickle you until you died, but she'd be laughing. <laughs> she would laugh instead of you laughing. Well, it's tickle torture underwater, so yeah, it freaking sucks. Yeah. That's kind of messed up. I guess I didn't really understand the whole like unwanted... Pre- I, I understood the unwanted pregnancy thing, but I guess it was either one, like the girl... I looked this up. It was either a girl who would like get pregnant like out of wedlock... And she was felt too guilty, and so she yeah. would like kill herself. Or, sure like, or if like evil men or family members were like, "You can't have this baby," they would drown their daughter oh, or man. wife. That's awful. Yeah, and they would become Rasaka. Do you want to hear a really basic description of Ireland's mermaid? <laughs> sure. It's called the Marrow. Okay, I'll just read exactly what's written. Name has connections to the word siren. Has green hair, green scales, generally gorgeous. Webbed hands, drowns men. Yes. That's all I wrote because that's all it I saw. I was like, what is this? So can I can I like give a weird description of mermaids since we're kind of on that subject? Yeah. Now? Red so, hair, uh, blue shells. Yeah, so a, Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid is a heartwarming tale of a mermaid falling in love, battling evil to be with her love, and living happily ever after as a human. The original story that was super dark though. That's the Hans Christian. Just kidding, it's not. Hans Christian Andersen's story. Um the young mermaid gets her tongue cut out and Gets burned pretty hard by the prince when he chooses another woman. Also, it feels because they literally like sliced her fins in half. Yep. And so while she had legs, it literally just felt like. Imagine you have one leg, one massive leg, and it gets chopped in half, and you have to walk around with that feeling all the time. Yeah. Basically, they just look like legs, but it hurts like your tail just got cut in half. Yeah. So and then she dies and turns into sea foam at the end. <laughs> so yeah, the Little Mermaid, the the real Little Mermaid, is a sinister tale of morality by Hans Christian Andersen, that Danish author back in the 19th century. Like the beloved Disney film, it follows a mermaid's quest to win the heart of a handsome prince whose whose life the mermaid saves from the water, like you know, drowning. Unlike the beloved Disney film, however, the original story, like you said, takes a darker turn when the mermaid is unable to win the prince's heart. She's mute and alone because her tongue gets cut out. That way she can't talk. It's not because the Ursula steals her voice because she uh, has no tongue. Um, she is doomed to be transformed into sea foam because fish girls have no souls and can't go to heaven. Dang, her sisters, gingers? <laughs> that's why she's a redhead. That's Joe. You're, oh you're taking this. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mind blown. When she, once she dies, her sisters would then sell her hair to the sea witch in exchange for money. But what she ends up doing is the little mermaid goes to the sea witch before she dies and asks what she can do. And the sea witch takes a rib from the mermaid and gives her a dagger and says, you to use this to kill the prince in his sleep. If you let the blood wash over you and your feet and you legit roll around in his blood, you'll regrow your tail the moment you step back into the ocean. And it will come back and it will feel fantastic. Then the little mermaid goes to the prince with the knife over his head and she can't do it because she resisted taking him. But because she resisted taking him, angels, angels appeared. And let her know that if she <laughs> she can work for several hundred years of doing good deeds nonstop for 500 years, they will give her a soul. And she can go to heaven after that she, she dies. Nice. So it's kind of like it has a happy ending. It's bittersweet. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, okay. By the way, you're on parole. Ah, dang it. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of like really messed up. Dang it, Disney. All right, my turn. <laughs> this comes from the continent of Africa. This one's name is Mamiwata. Mamiwata. Can you guess what that... It's pigeon, pretty much. It's speculated that that's actually just pigeon. Mother water. I was going to say, Mamiwata. Mamiwata. Um, Babatunde. No, it's, it's Mamiwata, but also they speculate that um, Mamiwata actually has some African meanings to it, not just English pigeon. <laughs> I think... I, I The... The article I read, it sounded like they were mad that that Europeans made it sound like it was just 
mother water. Uh-huh. Like I'm pretty sure, and they're like, we're pretty sure it means something else. Um, she's often portrayed as a female, uh, often portrayed as female spirits, duh. Uh, black hair, <coughs> pardon me, nude upper body of a human. Of course. And bottom half is a fish or eel of some sort. I'm sorry. Ew. Fish fin, that's cool. For some reason, there's just a really unsettling image when it's an eel tail. Like, it's, anyway. a, whole, it's a woman, like, <clears throat> gorgeous all the way down to her waist, and then it's just like a slimy eel. tail. It's like a snake. Um, Ew. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, okay. So, also, Mamiwata is just a general term for a broad species. It's not actually just one specific spirit. She has a pet snake. As you do. Uh, she can shapeshift into a complete human and roam as she pleases. She kidnaps people. Oh, this is interesting. So she'll kidnap people from the water, but in a good way. Like ah. she'll she'll bring them back to her home, which is apparently like super nice, and then she lets them leave, and they have like a brand new perspective on life. Huh. Yeah. She is worshipped, by the way. She is kind of a deity. Of course. Uh, and it is also said that she will give somebody a sickness that only she can cure, so they'll have to spend time with her. Uh huh. So she's just kind of lonely. She's a health hostage. Aw. And that is Mami Wata. Mami Water. No, it's Mami Wata. Mami Water. It's literally M-A-M-I-W-A-T-A. Mami Water. Stop. <laughs> Don't take this from me. <laughs> so, one thing I have on here is that the earliest mermaid-like figure was most likely the Syrian goddess At- Atargatis. Atargatis, yes. And she would watch over the fertility of, of her people, as well as their well-being, you know, so on and so forth. She, too, was human above the waist and fish below it, and was accordingly associated with water, of course, as the Syrians would do. The, the, Syrian, the, the Syrians bestowed our Atargatis with the biggest, most... Rep- you can res- speak, it's res- okay. I can, yeah, I'm like totally stepping over You've got it, I believe. They you. gave her the biggest temple they could possibly build, which came complete with a pond of sacred fish that you were not allowed to throw coins into. That was like a big point. You nice. can throw coins into it. Um, perhaps the oldest known mermaid myth is, you know, the fact that, you know, as I got this, she was a goddess who fell in love with a human shepherd, but her divine strength accidentally took his life. Overcome oh, with grief and guilt, she hugged this, him too hard. Huh? She hugged him too hard. That's not how the story goes. I know you know what I mean by that, though. I didn't want to put that in, but um, yeah, they they did what all. Married couples do. I, I'm not. I didn't. I just said they hugged. Okay, you're actually going I, into detail. I'm now. just saying for Move all of our listeners, they do what all married They're couples do. And she's just way too powerful, and oh my gosh, he couldn't no. survive. I, that's not even inappropriate. That is not inappropriate. No, at I all. know, but I, we didn't have to go into it. It's Bro, okay. I did. They're not dumb. I didn't. I'm just explaining what it is. <laughs> you're making it awkward. Anyway, she's overcome with grief because she kills him in guilt because she she killed him. Um, she tries to take her own life by jumping in the ocean and that's when she's turned into a half fish because when she goes into the water she lands on a fish no she's just like she was too beautiful and the fates and the other gods were like we're not just gonna let you kill yourself so we're gonna let you do we're gonna let you live forever as a fish god because you tried to kill yourself which is disrespectful to us who created you but you're too beautiful to let be killed permanently (laughs) what a waste so she became the first mermaid Yep. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> I have two more. Do it. Um, one of them is super dark. The other one, not as dark, but still pretty cool. Should we save the darkest one for last? Yes. Okay, we're going to Brazil. Um, Brazil. So this is the Yara. She is, she is a specific individual woman. So she's like a mythical figure, I guess you could say. She was originally a human. And I believe she had brothers, and she was better than them at literally everything. And all, she was pretty much better than all the men at everything. And so they got jealous. And so they did what any jealous guy does. Killed her. Yeah, they freaking drowned her. Um, <clears throat> that's not what any jealous guy does, I hope. Uh, she was reanimated and made into a mermaid-type creature by a powerful water spirit that took pity on her. Um, and then she's like, thanks for the pity. I'm going to use this opportunity to kill every man I see. And so she would lure men to the water and then drown them as an act of revenge on all men. Uh, Uh, this stopped, however, when she eventually found a man and fell in love with him. She's like, cool. I think I've killed enough dudes. This dude's pretty cool. 
Y'all are, y'all are good now. Um, and she's described as having shimmering green hair and copper-colored skin. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, and I was like, cool, she's a vengeful mermaid. Yeah. Like, it's just it's, one. It's just only one of them? It's just, it's, it's huh. a girl. It's Yara. Huh. Yara. That's actually interesting, because yeah. most of them are not just person or a name of one yeah that's why i thought this was interesting i I wrote down it's a specific individual i like that one that's a good one all right tell me the really scary okay norway thin folk of the orkney islands good stuff they are powerful sorcerers shapeshifters they live in finfolkahim which, according to Wikipedia, says, according to folklore, the underwater dwelling of the Finfolk, known as Finfolkahim, literally Finfolk's home, is regarded as the place of origin for the Finfolk and their ancestral home. A fantastic underwater palace with massive crystal halls, Finfolkahim is surrounded inside and out by ornate gardens of multicolored seaweed. It is never dark in Finfolkahim because it is lit by the phosphorescent glow of tiny sea creatures at night. Its great halls and vast rooms are decorated with moving underwater draped curtains whose colors move and dance with the underwater currents. Sounds like a beautiful people, right? Yeah, it does. They're actually pretty freaking sadistic. Oh. Um, they're avid swimmers and sailors. Like, they just get in boats and they just row and sail. And they literally go out in search of humans to kidnap. Like, they go and they're like, all right, what are you going to do today? What's the goal? I bet I can get five humans. I bet I can get six. It's pretty much that. They're going out hunting. Once you're taken, you're forced to marry them. Uh. Yeah. No, these guys are messed up. What if it's a dude that takes me? Uh, do apparently dudes only take the women, and the women only take. Oh, dudes. thank goodness! I was um, like, so once you're ta- uh, they have to marry a human of, I believe, the opposite sex, or else they become increasingly ugly. They can't breed with each other. They have to breed with humans. Huh? Yeah. And okay, the the Finn women may be really beautiful, but the Finn men are like kind of skeletal looking. They're very thin yeah. and gaunt and very grim looking faces. Like all might. They're super, super powerful. They can row... Be- okay, oh listen God. to this. Quote, they can row between Norway and Orkney in seven oar strokes. I yeah. feel like it's a huge distance, though. Yeah, Jeez. I don't know how far the Orkney Islands and Norway are, but I can assume it's not possible in seven oar strokes. They can make their ships invisible and what? create fleets of phantom boats. We're going straight Lord of the Rings here. Yeah. You and Watami. And then just tons of ghost ships. Hey, ghost ships. We talked about that last week. Hey, throw back. Full circle. And that is everything I have on the mermaids of Japan, Scott. Did I do the Scotland? Yeah. Africa, Brazil, New Zealand. Oh, I didn't do New Zealand. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. France, Ireland, I- Ireland, Russia, Norway. Talk from Martin. That's the only thing I know from... Nor, nor, that's the only Norwegian I speak, and yeah, that's all the uh, that's all the places I have with mermaids or sirens. Take your pick. Huh. That's interesting stuff. I'm like looking at the same thing you were just talking about, like the distance between the two places. How how long is it? How it's far like, is it? It says like about 25 miles. Nice. So that, that could be exaggerated. Hold on. What was it called again? It was between Norway and where? Norway and the Orkney Islands. Orkney is spelled O R K N E Y. Okay, so like yeah, twenty five miles. Twenty five miles. Yeah. That's that's enough to assume. Yeah, so twenty five miles and seven ore strokes. Literally, one, two, jeez. Yeah, they're just they're just there. That's pretty cool. Dang. But that's all I have. What else you got? That's all I had too. Oh that's my really goodness! Interesting it's timed stuff. at the perfect time. We did, dude. Well done, us. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, this is this was a fun, funny episode. This was. It was really interesting. But you want to know why? Because next week... Because next week's going to be freaking Halloween, bro. It's going to be real dark. Oh, yeah. We are releasing our episode, our Halloween special, early. We're not releasing it on a Friday. We're releasing it on Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday's Halloween. Thursday's Halloween? Uh I need to fact check this. Isn't it a day before? I'm going to look real stupid right now. It is Thursday. I'm an idiot. So, (laughs) wait. Yeah. So, Thursday instead of Friday, you'll get it a day early. That'll be on Halloween. That'll be on, duh. It'll be on Halloween. <laughs> I said the 31st. It'll be on Halloween, and we have an amazing special treat for you. We've already done it. 
We've we've already done it. I just need to finish editing it, and it'll be all good. I am super pumped. Also, there's some other really cool news. Um, it'll probably be another couple of weeks before it's official, um, but there are going to be some really cool changes coming, um, potentially, and I'm really excited. Yeah. So yeah. stay tuned. And also. Check out the website because it's totally up and ready to go now. And also, we've got things updating on it every single day. And you can get in and get some new stuff if you want to as well and talk to us and possibly be able to get some early access to certain things like videos from our Halloween special that we already did. The videos We haven't set up a Patreon yet. No, I'm talking about like in the future. I'm oh, in the future, about. yeah. Yeah. So obviously, get early access to videos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, this like is that. a podcast. You don't do videos. But, uh, and we're not going to tell you what happened, obviously. But, uh, we took videos and photos of this area, place, and circumstances we went to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we'll say nothing else about it. Yeah, they're really awesome. <laughs> and you'll be able to see them because I don't think we're able to do it justice. How incredible. No, it's, it was. it's beautiful and terrifying. All right. Oh, some other cool news. We are on three new streaming platforms. Bam, bam. Yeah, we are now on Pandora, TuneIn, and Stitcher. So that, accompanied with iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud, I can officially say... Tell them. Find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. (laughs) Should I close this out now? Ask me the question. What is your Noah nugget of knowledge? I always forget. I'm so glad you asked me today. All right, the Noah nugget of knowledge, the NNN. You can hear a blue whale's heartbeat. From two miles away. Yep. Yep, two miles. And that's being no nugget of knowledge for the week. But nice. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter or follow us. Our username is Studies in Shadow. You can visit our website, like my amazing co host said, studiesinshadow.com. For all inquiries, you can send a request or message or whatever you want at studiesinshadow at gmail.com or message us on one of these social media sites uh, mentioned prior. Or our website. Yes. Music composed and produced by Jack Rogers and Matthew Gonzalez. We thank you for listening. This has been Studies in Shadow. Stay safe and maybe stay out of the water for a while.